Welcome to Marksman, a podcast for men who have been marked by Christ and who are aiming their lives at Christ likeness. I'm Mark Spellman, your host, and glad you're joining me on today's podcast. Glad you're part of the conversation. Whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening on some other podcast platform, I want you to encourage you to share the podcast. Let's get some more men sitting around the table, digging into the Word of God together, because it's a powerful thing when we unite. Amen. We unite as men. We come as a support to one another, and we strengthen one another. We encourage one another with the Word of God and by the Holy Spirit. So again, welcome to the conversation. Welcome to the podcast. We're going to get back into Acts chapter 20. Um, we're looking at verse 24. We're kind of unpacking what Paul gives us when he shares these words, Acts twenty twenty four, when he says, but none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify of the gospel of the grace of God. So we're looking particularly at those words, none of these things move me. And we're just really talking all this month about just staying focused on what God's given you. Staying focused on what God has promised you. Staying focused on what God has said to you, what God has revealed to you. And just know that he wants to come alongside you just like I am and encourage you in that, strengthen you in that, challenge you in that, that we have to stay focused, men. There's a lot of distraction. There's a lot of voices out there. But I love the context of this. When he says, none of these things move me, the context of it is he's talking with the elders of Ephesus. He's getting ready to leave that region. And so he's having to say, hey, I'm probably not going to see you again, um, but I have not held anything back that you needed. I've poured my heart out. I've poured out my blood, so to speak, to make sure I gave you everything I had. But now I got to go. I'm bound in the spirit I bound, in other words, I have direction from the Lord. I'm going to Jerusalem. And yet the Holy Spirit, Acts 20, verse 22, the Holy Spirit, verse 23 actually says, He witnesses that in every city bonds and affliction await me. In other words, imprisonment and suffering awaits me. And so this was what Paul experienced in the work of of God. This is what Paul experienced. And I want to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 11, because there's kind of a summary. I mean, he mentions it there in verse 23, that the Holy Spirit has witnessed that everywhere I go, there's going to be affliction, there's going to be bonds, there's going to be opposition to what I'm doing. And of course, he's doing the will of God. And that's, that's, that's something that can teach us men. It can teach us when we realize that just because we're doing the will of God doesn't mean there's not going to be any opposition, doesn't mean there's not going to be any difficulty. And I wish I could blame all my trouble on the devil. I mean, obviously the devil's going to oppose us. He's going to inspire people to get in, you know, and get in the way of us. But again, sometimes our own flesh gets in the way, our own carnality, our own selfishness gets in the way. So there's, there's a work that we have to do in our own life many times of repenting, keeping our heart right, staying focused, not getting discouraged. But this is what Paul was talking about. We just need to understand that there's going to be opposition, 
There's going to be resistance. We're going to have to work through some things. Sometimes we're working through what the enemy's doing, and sometimes we're working through the trouble we create because of our own flesh and our own carnality. But nonetheless, God is with us, and God is for us. He's going to help us through. Amen? So here in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, here's what Paul says in verse 23, as he kind of gives a little summary, because there's people that are proclaiming to be apostles. There's people proclaiming to be ministers of Christ who don't have really the fruit, the life, the character, or the other things that would mark them as an apostle of Christ. They don't have that evidence in their life. So this is a very, very uh, relevant (laughs) point that Paul's making, because how many know because of the internet, because of doing just what I'm doing right here, it's possible for anybody to get on the internet and be an apostle or be a prophet or be this or be that. Um, you got a camera, you got an internet account, booyah, (laughs) apostle, prophet, whatever it can, it can, it's just such a relevant point that Paul's making. And he was dealing with it in his day without the internet, without social media. But here's what he says as he begins to kind of challenge the, these people that are calling themselves apostles, but are not. He says, are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. In other words, that he don't want to make a foolish statement, but I'm making a point. I am more. And here's how he validated his ministry of an apostle or his ministry as a servant of Christ. He said, I'm in labors more abundant, in stripes above measure. Now, you know what that is? Stripes? I mean, that means he got whipped and scourged. Those stripes he's talking about are literally stripes on his back. Those are scars. Those are wounds. I mean, Jesus got 39 stripes. Paul got stripes. He said, I had stripes above measure. Couldn't even count them. How many times he was scourged and beaten and whipped because of his message of grace that were no longer under the law, but were under grace that now the law is written on our heart. Now we have one commandment and it's the commandment of love. And when we walk in the commandment of love, we're going to keep all the Ten Commandments because no one who walks in love is going to violate any of those commandments. But we have one commandment, the commandment of love. But because of that switch going on, you know, our life and our focus being upon the gospel of the grace of God, he was encountering such opposition and he was scourged and he was beaten and he was resisted by the religious authorities. It says he was in stripes above measure, prisons more frequent, faced death often, often. Of the Jews, that was, of course, he came out of the ranks of the Jews. He was a Pharisee. From the Jews, kind of his old companions, five times he received 39 stripes. Think about that. Five times he received 39 stripes. I mean, 
some people would read this and say, what's the matter, Paul? Can't you believe God? I mean, if, if we, if we were to impose how we sometimes in our circles try to present doing the will of God, that it's measured by success and acceptance, just go where you're celebrated. I mean, if, if we're going to have that attitude, go where you're celebrated, number one, Jesus wouldn't have come because he wasn't celebrated by most. Paul definitely wasn't celebrated everywhere he went. So this idea of just go where you're celebrated, go where you're accepted, man, just go where they love on you and receive you. We can't have that attitude and do the will of God for our life. Because when we do the will of God, there's going to be people who don't understand. There's going to be people who in darkness, when the light shows up, aren't always going to celebrate it. So of the Jews, five times he received 39 stripes. So when he said, none of these things move me, this is what we're talking about. Man, Paul was a man's man. He's like special ops. He's like Delta Force. He's like a SEAL team. I mean, this is, (laughs) there's no quit in him. Just like Jesus just like you, just like me. Come on, guys. Let's just declare it today. There's no quit in me. I cannot be defeated, and I will not quit. I'm quoting Pastor Hagen there and, and from Rama, where I went to Bible school. Pastor Hagen used to say that all the time. I cannot be defeated, and I will not quit. Well, that's biblical. Sounds like Paul talking. I cannot be defeated. And I will not quit. Yet he faced death often of the Jews. Five times he received 39 stripes. Three times he was beaten with rods. Man, what is driving this man? What is fueling this man's faith? This inspires me. Does it inspire you? Three times he was beaten with rods. Yet none of these things move me, he said. None of these things move me. Three times he was beaten with rods. Once he was stoned. This was in the region of Galatia. You can read about it in the book of Acts. Once he was stoned. And at that point, he was not only stoned. You know, when they stone you, they don't stop throwing rocks till you're dead. Right? He was stoned. And he was left for dead. But you read about in the book of Acts, the people with him circled around him and prayed. And Paul was raised from the dead. And you read of what he did next. He actually went right back into the city that he was stoned. (laughs) Man, this man, Paul, my, my, my goodness. So when I read Acts 20, 24, none of these things move me. And I got the backdrop of what Paul went through, what Paul endured. And he just let none of those things move him. Then it makes anything that I might be going through a little bit of opposition, a little bit of rejection, a little bit of misunderstanding, you know, a little bit of, you know, I do something wrong and I let somebody down. I mean, uh, come on, guys. 
We got to shake these things off. We got to shake off the discouragement. We got to shake off the rejection. We got to shake off the, even the past failures. You know, like Paul said, he said in Philippians three, it's like the foundation of marksmen. He said, forgetting those things which are behind, I press towards the mark. Sometimes guys, we just got to shake it off. We got to just let it be the past. Let it be under the blood of Jesus. And let's just press towards Christ. Amen. So like Paul, beaten with rods, stoned and left for dead, he suffered suffered shipwreck a night and the day he spent drifting in the deep. (laughs) That's when he had the shipwreck on the way, you know, trying to get to Rome. A night and the day he drifted in the deep. He said, verse 26, it's 2 Corinthians 11. Verse 26, he was in journeys often, in perils. That's just the word for trouble. He had trouble in the water. He had trouble among robbers. He had stuff stolen. He had trouble by his own countrymen. That's the Jews, the other Pharisees, the other Sadducees. Troubles by the heathen. Of course, we expect that, right? The ungodly. (laughs) He had troubles with the heathen. He had trouble in the city. And he had trouble in the wilderness. He had troubles in the sea. And he had troubles among false brethren. And why is he giving this list? He said, I'm going to be foolish and just boast a little bit. And he's bragging on the adversity. He's bragging on the difficulty. He's bragging on the challenges he faced in doing the will of God and the opposition he faced and the adversity he faced. And I'm, and I'm digging into this, guys, because this has to be a shift in our attitude, a shift in our mentality, that when we discover a promise from God, we get a word from God, we get direction from God, we get vision from God, and we start going for it, we need to accept the fact that the enemy is not just going to roll out the red carpet. The enemy is not just going to say, hey, welcome to your destiny. No, he's going to inspire people many times who don't even know they're being used by the enemy, to discourage you and I, to oppose you and I, to misunderstand you and I. But we, like Paul, Acts 20, 24, none of these things move me. He goes on to say, I was in weariness. I was in pain. I was in watchings often. I was in hunger. I was in thirst. I was in fastings often. I was in cold and even nakedness. Obviously, he was without clothes at some point. My goodness. None of these things moved him. None of these things have to move us. None of these things have to move you. None of these things have to move me. And then he goes on to say, and besides all those things, there these things that are from the outside, he says, there was that which came upon me daily the care, the concern of the church. He didn't even let that move him. These things weren't happening every day. I mean, we read through that list and we think, oh my goodness, it wasn't every day that this was happening, that kind of opposition, but it did come. But he said that which came upon him daily was the care of the, and the concern for the churches and for the church. 
Well, that's why he wrote in Philippians, cast all your care over on the Lord. He had to do that daily. He had to cast the care and the anxiety and the fear and the dread. He had to cast that off daily. He couldn't let that move him either. And you and I men have to do the same thing. We not only not have, we have to not let the opposition physically against us. We also have to not let the opposition emotionally and internally against us cause us to change or cause us to move or cause us to quit. And I'm just praying as we went through this here today, our conversations about ready to wrap up, our time's gotten away. But I want to encourage you today. I want to speak life into you men today. I want to be wind in your sails to keep you moving forward in the plan of God for your life. If you faced adversity from the outside or from within, I'm praying for just a grace to come by the Holy Ghost. I'm praying for just a wind to come by the Spirit to move you forward, to to stand you back up. Like my old football coach used to tell me, Spellman, if you're going down, get me another yard. In other words, fall forward. Maybe you've fallen. Maybe you've stumbled. Maybe you fell. At least fall forward and definitely get up. Amen. Get up by the grace of God. Get up by the blood of Jesus. Dust off your pants. Dust off your uniform. And let's keep marching. Let's keep walking. Let's keep fighting. Amen. Oh, man, this has been good stuff here today. I'm just glad to be with you in the Word of God each week. We're going to pick up our conversation next week. Hope you'll make plans to be with us. Hope you'll share this, share the YouTube link, share the the podcast link, whatever you want to do. Hope you'll get some more guys in the conversation as we here on Marksman keep pressing towards the mark of Christ's likeness. 